0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majors Mess Hall podcast. We are back for 2023. This is episode 181. I'm your host, Gavin, and I'm joined by Samantha. Hello. I, I still haven't so, decided again. on if I'm going to stick with Samantha or Sammy. I can't.
1: Oh, I like Sammy.
0: <laughs> I, can, I If I'm talking about you to someone, I always say Sammy. But whenever wow. I do this, I feel like I always say Samantha when we're recording for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Samantha's more proper. That's like my my business name.
0: Yes. <laughs> if I had a choice, which I know I don't because you've made it quite clear, I would call you Sam because yeah. being I know you don't like it, but being from the UK, typically people from the UK shorten names as short as they can possibly shorten them. So yours would be Sam. A lot of people call me Gav. Yeah. So, and Kelly would be Kel. I call
1: you Gav. Like, it just it just sticks. You know, do you like Gav? because I've Yeah, you
0: that. like only my friends call me Gav, and ma- mainly just like the UK friends. So it's a ver- it's a very personal. Like you have to earn it, and you've earned it. So.
1: All right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: honored, I'm honored. I feel the same way about Sam. Like my family can call me Sam. Oh, okay. So you just said that to me that I couldn't call you because I haven't, I had not earned it at that point.
1: Well, I mean, it's like it's like my mom and my dad and my brother. And that's okay. it. Okay. But if anybody else calls me Sam, like, I know you're fake. <laughs> <laughs> and it like, it, it kind of bothers me. Like I've started correcting people. Yeah, But well, Sammy, anybody can call me Sammy. I love being called Sammy.
0: Scott was doing that at first when I first introduced you to Scottie. He, he would refer to you like to me about you. He would say Sam. And I go, she doesn't like that. Yeah. You've got to say Sammy.
1: Yeah. There's just something about like Samantha being shortened to Sam. Everybody does it like it's the most natural thing. Yeah. So I get it. But just know if you call me Sam, like you're not one of my friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so last time we recorded was obviously before Christmas. We did the Christmas special and this is the first time recording since then. And we're now in February. So it's been a long time. Welcome back. And so much has happened particularly with you than with me. I mean, to be honest, nothing's happened for me. That's <laughs> the same. I mean, it's the same, really. But for you, you have so much stuff's happened. Like the big one of the biggest things was you went to Australia for a family vacation, didn't you?
1: Right. Yeah, I was in Australia. We went there for New Year's. Um, we left and it was the craziest thing. We left on December 29th from L.A. And we landed and it was New Year's Eve. So we lost like a day and a half in the travel, Uh, but we got there just in time for New Year's. And it was one of the most memorable things of my life. I was on a yacht with my family. Um, We were out on the Sydney Harbor and they just had the most spectacular fireworks display I've ever seen. Um, Then there was two of them. There was one at nine o'clock and then there was one again at midnight and it was Maybe you saw my my Instagram post, yeah. but it was just beautiful. so cool, beautiful. Um, and this this was in front of the Opera was, House, was it as well? Yeah, it was. So there's the Opera House, and then there's Sydney Bridge, and the fireworks. And it wasn't just in one spot; they were like all lined up along the harbor, like all over. So you could see them from everywhere. And they even had fireworks flowing off the bridge. It was like nothing I've ever seen before. It was beautiful.
0: That's so mm. cool.
1: It was a great experience. I didn't even know like that it was such a big deal, but apparently people come from all over the world to see it. And I just yeah. happened like happened to get there, you know, and was very lucky enough to to get on this boat and like go see it.
0: So, yeah, that's so cool. And you, you you got up to so much stuff while you were there. One thing I seen you did was I don't know what it's called, but you were on the back of a boat like it, not surfing, skiing, like jet skiing, kind of.
1: Yeah. So um there's uh, wakeboarding and wake surfing like wakeboarding you're being towed by a rope and maybe yeah. I have this wrong and then wake surfing is when you can just like surf um from the wake and you don't need the
0: rope yeah uh,
1: yeah that was you really that good
0: was... you stayed on longer than thought you were going to I was like she's <laughs> gonna come off in a minute but you didn't you stayed on for a while
1: yeah so I you know I I like to surf and um uh, I just within the first two tries I was up and doing it and it was kind of frustrating because I did so well the first couple times. But then after that, like, I just could not do it. Um, and it was kind of embarrassing. I was like, oh, but I killed it. You know, I was doing so well. And then after that, I just, I lost it. Um, maybe I was tired. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, but, but all yeah. in all, it was, a, it was a, an amazing trip, the whole thing.
1: It was beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, we So we were in a little bit inland for the first week and a half um, in a place called Terry Hills. And we stayed at this beautiful little ho- hotel called Miramar Gardens. And the food was excellent. Um, everywhere we went, the food was excellent. It's all grown in Australia. Everything's grown in Australia and made in Australia. Um, but it's all like, you know, what we would call organic <laughs> and there, there's just food. It's just you know? food.
0: I yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They don't make that distinction. It's just food. Um, and the second half of our trip, we were up uh, along the coast called Avalon. It's about 30 minutes north of Sydney. And it's just this beautiful place surrounded by beaches and warm, clear water and very safe, very friendly community. It's beautiful.
0: That's awesome. And how long were you there for?
1: We were
0: there for three weeks. Three weeks, wow. Um, As well, I must also mention to our listeners as well, we do have a guest coming on. We're due to have him on in 10 minutes. I'll just very quickly tell everyone. His name is Bill Burns, and he is a cosplayer. And cosplaying is where, like, you – everyone knows what it is now, but it's where you dress up for, like, Comic-Cons and stuff, and you, like, essentially you – it's kind of like Halloween, but it's, like, whenever. You can do it all year round. And you yeah. go to Comic-Cons dressed as these characters and the the costumes are incredible. Like it's not just like a quick thing you went and bought at Walmart. Like these are like, people spend like thousands of dollars on these right. costumes and things. And this guy is, is famous for doing Walt Disney. And he had a, there was a video of his that he did that went viral. And um he ended up being interviewed by Good Morning America, which is how I come to find him. And I won't go into detail. I'll let him explain it. But um, just incredible, like so sort of like makes the hairs on your arm stand up kind of moments. So we'll wait for him to come on, but We're looking forward to talking to him and that should be in about 10 minutes. So we're yeah. essentially just having a catch up before he joins us. So wh- when he, when he, when it comes up on my screen that he's ready, we will abort the mission and bring him in and then finish off our conversation afterwards.
1: Yeah. And so many of these cosplayers, they actually, I mean, not only do they spend thousands of dollars, but they, they actually make it themselves. Yes. These Just so incredible.
0: Yeah. Creativity. It's mind blowing is- actually. It's like some of the things they, the, the way they do it is just, I don't, I still don't know how they do it, even though I've watched them do it in, on YouTube and stuff. I'm still like, how have you done that? Like mm-hmm. yourself without like a factory doing it for you? Like it's pretty yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah. So they're one of the kind costumes. And I actually watched a competition on it once. I think it was on the Sci-Fi Network. Uh, yeah, totally. Where the yeah, it was like the ultimate cosplayer, and it would have them go through and make these um, costumes, and just really neat. It's cool to watch.
0: Yeah. So aside from uh, Australia, you've also moved as well, which is like pretty. Like there's so much <gasps> yeah. stuff going on since the last time you spoke. You've actually moved from California, and now you're in Las Vegas.
1: In Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Like, so when you say Las Vegas, you
0: don't just mean Nevada. You mean, like, you are pretty close to the Strip.
1: I am very close to the Strip. Um, So I live, like, so there's all these little communities outside of Las Vegas, but it's still within the Vegas city. Yeah. Um, so I live just in one of these little communities, and you can actually see the Strip you know, as you are driving. It's very close. Probably get there in 20, 30 minutes. Um, it's, yeah it's kind of neat it's not california which is sad because i am a california girl at heart i've lived there most of my life you know yeah, and you
0: I love, love the ocean city. as well yeah so, I know so you're gonna miss that
1: so this is a big change um but yeah we we talked about it and it was just for our family this was the right move at this time and here we are
0: yeah and you're making it work and you found a place that you like and the community and the people there are really nice
1: it's um. I was surprised. I always thought that Vegas was really kind of grungy and gritty. Yeah, because that's my only experience. You know, you go to the strip or you go to Fremont Street and it's really like, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what you think of when you think of it. Yeah. This is party town, isn't it? <laughs> like, that's just that's what you think of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, lots of parties, lots of, you know, scantily clad women, lots of homeless people, dirt everywhere. Like in my mind, this is what it's like. But yeah. when we got here, I was surprised at how pristine this community is. It's it's like an imaginary city. It's so clean and new and shiny.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. You'll have to send, send me some photos.
1: Yeah, see what I will. it will. I will just everything looks new. It's kind of not what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised.
0: That's awesome. That's great. And it's not yeah. that far away, really, is it? In the grand scheme of things, it's not that far from California, is it?
1: It's not. So
0: but yeah, flight. There, how long's a flight?
1: The flight's an hour.
0: Oh yeah, so that's the, so you can drive it in, a, in like what seven hours or something, or less like four.
1: That? I could drive there oh, yeah. in four, four and a half hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. If I'm that's not bad. Yeah. Are you holding up with that uh, harsh Canadian winter? Are you, are you
0: surviving? It's all it's all right. You know, like it's actually been the probably the mildest winter I've experienced since living here. But last weekend it was minus forty two Celsius. So I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. You'd have to Google it, but it's uh, like the people that have lived here their whole lives are like never felt that cold before. It's just ridiculous. That's oh, miserable. Like you should you should seriously at some point Google it and see what it is in Fahrenheit because it's I will. Yeah. It's right.
1: like <laughs> right before we started recording, we were commenting on how pale you are.
0: <laughs> on how, oh, how pale I am, yeah. How pale you are. <laughs> on the webcam, yeah.
1: Are you that pale in real life
0: or is it just the No, camera? I mean, I'm not like tanned, but I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm pale. No, it's I'm, for the, the listeners that are listening, I'm wearing a pink sweater. So that, that takes the color out of you straight away. Anyway, I've got like, like, what are they called? Like LED lights on in the background, which are pink as well. They change into blue, pink, red, whatever. But for some reason they stay mainly on pink. So that's taking the color out of me as well. So yeah, I'm not that pale.
1: Okay. All right. You just
0: slightly off topic. I was, I was in Walmart <laughs> before and um, this has got nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but I was, I was in, there's a little British section in the, in the Walmart and it sells British, you know, British candy and things. And I always go, Dina walks away from me cause she's like, I can't deal with you cause you buy too much and you pay twice as much cause it's been imported, but I don't care. Like I have to have it. I always say I don't drink. I don't smoke. This is my vice. I'm buying it. So she walks off and leaves me. And then, there's a guy that comes down the aisle to look at this section as well. So I like moved out of his way. And then as I'm moving out of his way, he goes, sorry, mate. And it was this, I heard this accent and it wasn't, because obviously you get British people down there. And normally I don't bat an eyelid, but this guy sounded like me. Cause he's like, sorry, mate. So I walked off and then I was like, I'm going to go back. Cause I feel like he's from where I'm from. So I went back to him and I was like, where are you from? And he's like, Liverpool. And I was like, so am I? And he goes, no, you're not. And I it's <laughs> like, he goes, really? And I was like, yeah. I said, well, I'm from the Wirral, which is across the water from Liverpool. It's basically the same. And he was like, oh, where about on the Wirral? And I was like, Birkenhead. And he goes, oh, that's amazing. Like, I couldn't believe it. So then, then Dina comes back around because she could hear me talking. And his wife, who's from the UK, comes back around. They've been living here for two years. And we were talking for them for like half an hour in Walmart, just talking about everything, about moving here, like, I've been here for ten years now, so I was telling them like, you guys have made the right decision. They've lived, yeah. they haven't lived in Nova Scotia for that long. They lived, they spent over a year in Newfoundland first, which is another part of Canada, and they've moved here now. So I was just telling them like, it'll take a while, but you have made the right decision. So it was just nice to talk to someone, and then we exchanged details. So like, yeah. I think I think I'm gonna keep in touch with him. He seemed like a really nice guy as well, and so did his wife. Yeah. So, and Dina was chatting with them we were in everyone's way because people were trying to get mad, doesn't we? Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, it was nice.
1: So, Gavin, you made a new friend.
0: Yeah, Dean was like, look at you making friends. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's only took you 10 years. Like, because I don't, I have all my friends that are in the UK and online, like yourself. Like, I'm not really interested in making friends here. But when I heard that accent, I was like, I can't not, because, you know, the UK is not very big anyway. So, to find somebody that's from where you're from that knows streets and road names. Like and shops and things that you've yeah. been in yourself. Like you can't, I couldn't let that go.
1: And has your accent?
0: Yeah, thicker, thicker accent than me, but yeah, same. Yeah. And like he's the fact that he was like, sorry, mate. Like I would never say that to anyone here because I don't want the attention on the fact that I'm not from Canada. So I would just say probably say sorry, bud, because everyone's calls each other buddy. But he was like, sorry, mate, and because everyone in the UK calls just calls each other mate. All the guys do anyway.
1: They do that on Australia, too, I notice It sounds like yeah. a British accent, but different. And they yes. call each other... Cheers I, I would
0: say it's a it's like a mix of, like, I'd say more British, but almost like there's a bit of American in there as well. Or yeah, a North American of, sort of mix with Britain, and you, Britain, you get Australian. But it's not... Yeah. It, it It is different. Like, I get annoyed when people say, are you from Australia? And I'm like, I don't even sound like an Australian person. Right.
1: But they're I mean a lot of the sayings are the same. The the accent is similar. And so I could see yeah. why they that. Yeah. It,
0: yeah it it,
1: the, the vowels are different.
0: Yes. So. I was it's probably the same comparison to an American and a Canadian, really.
1: Mm, yeah, maybe. It is. It is. <laughs> if you like
0: spoke to if you spoke to Dina, you would notice that she has she, she has a different accent to you, but there's still a lot of the things sound the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I have a friend from Australia. Her name's Sarah. She's been on the podcast, actually. She, I think it was like episode five or six that she came on. It was a long time ago. Um, but we talk all the time. And we call each other mate. And, like, we we swear a lot. Like, because I don't know if you... You probably didn't notice it over there because of the kids. Because I imagine people probably watch the language. <laughs> but, like, Australians swear a lot like like Brits do.
1: So what I noticed is that they have a very crass sense of humor you know they really like to talk about um sex and dirty things yeah they won't do it if they there. there's a control right so like yeah. if yeah, i until yeah. they got to know me they would be very proper and then once they were around me a little bit like okay then they you know be themselves and there was uh, a lot of swearing there was a lot of um dirty jokes
0: did they drop <laughs> did they drop the c word?
1: Um, I heard it
0: once. Yeah, yeah, because that, like, exactly. that is that's <laughs> uh, it's. I, I and I totally get it. Like Americans and Canadians as well, but particularly Americans do not like that word. But like, we literally say it as a term of endearment. It's not even we don't mean it in an offensive way. Like we could say, like, it's. I'm not going to say the word because I know you don't like it. But like, you you could say, oh, he's a cheeky c, and yeah. you don't mean it in like a in a a really aggressive way. You just mean it in like. Or you could even say he's a nice see him and you know what i mean like it's not meant like that it's just but that's just what it's like
1: yeah that doesn't translate <laughs> to a, though because you say that in america and like
0: oh yeah like, like it's the worst thing you could call someone yeah like the worst but not yeah like you're
1: not playing yeah. anymore
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so. basically yeah and I can confirm now that we do have our friend Bill Burns, who's on the line with us now after a few technical difficulties. Hey, Bill. Hello. Now can you hear me. We can hear you now.
2: Okay, great. I'm so sorry about
0: that. <laughs> no worries at all. It's just it happens all the time. It's just technology, and we've just got to go with the flow. Yeah. Thank you very much for for doing this. You know, it's uh, we we both seen the video that was obviously aired on Good Morning America. We I I seen it on randomly on Facebook and. Like, it was one of those videos, and you, I know you've heard this before, but, like, you know, the hairs are standing up on my arm. I'm just like, it was so sweet. <laughs> and then, of course, yeah. after watching it, I always go to the comments. So I went to the comments, and that's when I seen your comment there, and I was like, i got to ask this guy on the podcast to tell us about this experience. Okay.
2: Thank you for having me. Thank you very
0: much. Yeah, you're welcome. So, I mean, t- t- like, tell us about that day, if you don't mind. Like, uh, tell us how you came to be there, and obviously why you addressed as waltz. <laughs>
2: Well, we had been doing uh, Dapper Day at Disneyland. It's an event where people dress up in period clothing ranging from the 1920s to the 1960s. And we had been doing it for a couple of years, you know. And I figured one year I, you know, I wanted to change it up a bit. And I'm a cosplayer, it's one of my hobbies. And I pretty much wore my cosplays around my mustache. So. um, So one day, I was just kind of messing around, looked in the mirror, kind of slicked my hair back. I'm like, you know what? I might be able to pull this off. So uh, I'd say three days ago, I started going with Walt. Uh, We went in the uh, fall of last year, and people kind of noticed, hey, Walt, you know, a couple pictures or whatever. And we went again. And then the third time, which is when we saw the video, the one thing we hadn't done in the previous visits was we had not gone in the hub where all the characters are. So my wife and I went into the hub, which is right when you walk into Disneyland. Like, We've got to get a picture with Mickey. We had failed twice, and there he was. But my wife was looking over at Minnie. I'm like, no, no, he's right there. We've got to go get him. <laughs> so we get in line, and we're standing in line. It's, it's I'd say it's about 10, 15 people long, and the cast members going along, and he's looking down at his his clipboard or whatever, and he says, we're going to cut off the line. And then he looks up at me, and he goes, oh. And then he pulls us out of line and sets us over by a door jam over by the Mad Paddock. And he said, just wait here. So we waited there for about 10, 15 minutes, watched Mickey go through the entire queue. And then they pull Mickey over. He walks over to me, and then what you saw in the video is exactly what happened. That Mickey Mouse just stopped. And Mickey, or the cast member, the reaction was so genuine. Whatever, I mean, there's an extended video where you see Mickey still reacting after we had hugged and shook hands and everything else he kept looking back and like wiping. I mean, I was ever there as Mickey was probably crying. And it was just, it was an incredible experience. The a cast member that pulled us out of the line. I, I talked to him later on a second or another visit. I said, you knew this was going to happen, didn't you? And he said, I knew something was going to happen. So, <laughs> and yeah. there you have it. And From then on it's just it's been overwhelming i've been getting messages from all over the world all different languages my i'm sure the translation feature on my instagram is saying i give up uh, (laughs) but it's just it's just been overwhelming and it's just the world needed something like this right now everybody's definitely so happy yeah it's just and it's it's still coming in. I mean, my Instagram went from maybe a thousand followers, and we are currently at twenty-two thousand.
0: Wow, that's incredible! And like, the yeah. crazy thing is, is that typically, like right now, you don't look like him. But when you're in, when you're dressed up in the suit and your yeah. hair slicked back, and mm-hmm. even the way you hold yourself, which I don't know if that's deliberate, but even the way you were standing, that's how he stood. And yes. like you just became him and and you looked just like him it's just so uncanny like that typically when someone looks like someone they just look like them but like you it's like you became him yeah
2: I get accused of being a chameleon a lot so <laughs> um, yeah it's i i do a lot of study character study before I, I dive into a cosplay and I studied walt's looks the hairstyle and I practiced the smile in the mirror which was Sounds kind of strange, but there was he had a certain smile, and also if you raise the eyebrows, which I do, and I, I practice his expressions, watch videos of his walk, um, I looked at the color of his suit, the color of his tie. I got the tie pin made, the Smoke Tree Ranch tie pin, which he always wore in the park. I couldn't find one. I had it 3D printed. Well, wow. just I. If you're going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And granted, yeah. Walt was five foot ten. I'm six foot five. But you know, if if I can, we remember Walt as a larger than life image, and yes. that's
1: yeah. that's how it goes. So, a large stature is what yeah. he had. Well, yeah, you know,
2: definitely. in some cases it's like, we're all little kids again, looking up at walls.
1: So. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. When you go, when you go to Disneyland anyway, it doesn't matter how old you are. You, you just, you buy into the magic. Like I never, and I've only ever been once, like we went for two weeks on our honeymoon. Um, you just kind of like, it just takes over and you don't look at the characters. Like it's someone in a suit. Like it's Mickey Mouse. Like I remember when I, I met Mickey I, I he grabbed my hand and I, I literally looked him right in the eye and I was like I've wa- I've wanted to meet you my whole life and I genuinely meant it like I wasn't just saying it I meant it and he was like oh, and, he, and he gave me a hug and it was it was so magical and I can't wait to take my kids there like we're hoping to go next year to to Walt Disney World so fingers crossed it happens but yeah you just buy into it and I can only yeah. imagine how those onlookers felt when they seen you stood next to Mickey as well I mean just. You couldn't you couldn't get any better.
2: Yeah, yeah. We it was uh, people were doing double takes, and I, I I don't know if you watched some of the videos. I've had people, older folks who were children that went to the park in the 1950s, 1960s, who saw Walt in the park, and uh, I I had a story of a woman who came up to me and said, I I I'm, she grabbed my hands and she said. I met Walt Disney. I'm, I held his hands like I'm holding yours, and she's in tears.
0: And oh, she goes, that is amazing. So
2: she's like, "Thank you so much for doing this." And once you step through into that part, you're. It's like you said, people accept the magic, and it formulates in, I guess, in their mind that Walt is here, even though I don't look like him now. But I kind of, you know, did it up for the part they just accepted that Walt was there. So,
0: yeah. so how did that make you feel when, when this, this woman saying to, you know, like, I'm holding your hand like I held his hand? Like, how did you feel? That must have been an amazing feeling.
2: Uh, I almost broke down right there. It's, it's pretty touching that she had brought back this memory that she had cherished so much. And I, I yeah. was more than elated to bring that back to her in that very short moment.
0: Yeah, So incredible. So, like, as far as like like cosplaying goes, so like, how did you first get into that?
2: Well, I've actually uh, I was an old west actor for about twenty five years. Uh, we had done I'd done everything from train robberies, bank robberies. I portrayed Wyatt Earp uh, for about ten years. Uh, I had a mustache that was so big you could see it from behind. Handlebar, wow, (laughs)
0: that's incredible.
2: Uh, we did numerous shows, uh, lots of productions. I've been to Tombstone, I've been to Montana, we've been all over the you know, I've been with three different Old West reenactment groups. Uh, at some point, it kind of died out here, and I had a friend. I don't know if you know what fan films are, they do, uh, okay. We have there's a, some, there's a, some amazing,
0: movie. there's some amazing ones out there. that I've seen that actually are better than some of the movies.
2: Exactly. Uh, I had a friend of mine that was going to do a fan film, and he texted me, said, "Hey, we're going to do a, a Batman fan film, but it's not going to have Batman." In it. I'm like, "Okay, great." We think you'd be great for Commissioner Gordon. I'm like, "Get out of here!" You know. <laughs> and so while I'm texting him, I had my glasses on, like I do now, and then I looked in the mirror down the hall, and I'm like oh boy (laughs) um okay yeah i'll do this (laughs) and so i did the thing commissioner gordon and we had known about cosplayers we've been going to comic-con for a number of years like oh they're great and everything we enjoy it so one time we decided to go as characters and uh commissioner gordon was a hit and it just i started it in 2014 it just seemed that the natural transition from reenactment to cosplay, which is perfect, because if you look at it, I've been cosplaying probably before the word was even, you know, knocked around, so. But yeah, I've okay. been doing it since 2014.
1: Okay. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, what have been your most memorable cosplay costumes that you've either created or, or enacted in?
2: I would have to say Jay Jonah Jameson is probably the king. Uh, everybody loves that character. He's just so mean and such a curmudgeon. I have, uh, I have Spider Man cosplayers running up to me going, Oh my gosh, say something horrible to me. You're an idiot. Get out of here. And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) He said something to me. But Jonah clearly is my favorite cosplay to do as far as being able to act like him. And people just love it. And, um, I have to say a couple other ones. I've done Ned Flanders. I've done Doctor Fate. I've done... I've got like 15 of them. Uh, the Shadow, Craven, the Hunter. The list keeps going on and on. I'm debuting a new one tomorrow. So, it's, oh. it's been a pretty active hobby.
0: So. Can you tell us what that one is? Can you share that tomorrow? yet? Yeah.
2: Yes, I can. Uh, you're familiar with the Fantastic Four?
0: Yeah. Uh, they're...
2: Top villain is Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Excellent. Yes, it's Dr. Doom. Excellent. That's uh, amazing. It's gonna
2: be, yeah, it's a bit of a different stretch for me because most of the cosplays I do, I don't wear a mask. Yes. I've only got like two other mask cosplays that I do. So this was a challenge in that it's it deals with armor and a lot of capes, and but uh yeah. I was willing to take it on and hopefully it'll it'll go well tomorrow. So so do That's you make awesome. all these?
1: costumes or have i mean you made the um walt disney one do you make all of your costumes
2: i try to make as much as i can uh in the case of dr doom i would send away for a kit and then a phone kit and uh, i would do customizations on it uh i can't sew with the darn so (laughs) i look at clothing and stuff that matches and goes together and it's pretty much how it comes about
0: Oh, okay what, what do you think what do you think it is about cosplaying that resonates so much with people because now it is so popular like i know so many people that do it now like whereas like five years ago i didn't even know what it was like what what do you think it makes well, it so, like resonate so well with people
2: the cosplay community is probably it's probably the most global community you'll ever find it is the most friendliest and genuine and uh, the pop culture aspect of it any age, race, creed, color can do it uh, people like to see these characters come to life in their favorite pop culture shows, movies, video games and the community itself is so wonderful and embraces people starting out. Uh, it's if I could give an example of what the community is like our One of our first trips, we went to Dragon Con, which is the biggest cosplay con in the world. You're you're talking 60 to 70,000 cosplayers in one place. Uh, Our first year, we had gone and sent our packages to Dragon Con, which got lost and had all our costumes in it. Oh, no. Word had gotten around to the con, and we didn't know anybody. People, strangers were coming up to us and saying, we heard what happened. Is there anything we can do to help you guys? that's the kind of community that I want to be a part of eventually our, our our packages finally showed up but back in our
1: house when we got back from the trip <laughs> yeah.
0: that's unfortunate but at least you got them back yep
1: yeah with all the effort it takes in creating them what a, that would be such a loss
2: oh we were we were devastated at the time yeah yeah
0: I've got a few a few like like costumes but I don't feel like they're worthy of like you know, anything that you would consider cosplay. But I've got a few different ones. Like I have a Marty McFly one. I've got the the jacket and the shoes and the hat and the hoverboard. And I've got all that sort of stuff. And I've been to a couple of little Back to the Future, like conventions, not conventions, but little um, events, if you like. And that was always cool. Because it, it's like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be him. So as an adult, to be able to do that. And when you go to these things, to be accepted by the people that are there and for them to go oh look the guy's got the shoes you got the jacket like it's it's really cool i mean you know it makes you feel good and you can kind of go back to your youth a little bit that's that's what i get
2: and what you described that's exactly why people do it they have a character that they grew up with and they want to represent their best version of that character and that's what all of us try to do uh I, I when i do a character i try i don't do it exactly to the letter i will do my own version of it but still try to keep the traditional elements of that character so that yeah. it's still recognizable. yeah like the iconic things you talked about marty and Fly. they saw your vest they saw the shirt the skateboard they know who that is
0: yes yeah the one of the one of the events i went to was they had the car and it, would, it was kitted out like the time machine and I found out about it and I dragged my wife along. She didn't really want to go, but she was like, come, come on and let's go. So we went and I was like, I'm going to wear the Marty stuff. And she was like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I'll put it on. So I put it on and I was the only one there that, that showed up with the stuff on. So, of course, people were like wanting to get pictures of me and stuff. I know don't look like him. It's just the fact they had the gear on and the cars right there. Like it, it was just I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I, I'd love to do another one. Like I say, I've never done a Comic-Con before because I don't feel like the costume that I have is good enough for a Comic-Con, but I've always wanted to go just to be part of that community to see what it's like. So I'm sure one day, even if I don't dress up, I probably will go because I I just love seeing the costumes other people make.
2: Yeah, but you should go because, like I said, people will recognize those elements. Yeah. And you will be, like you said, you will be surprised how many times you get stopped. from pictures.
0: Yeah. See, my son, he's only five, but we try and, like, every Halloween, we do, like, a father-son combo. He's obviously got no say. It's me that's doing it. We've done Ghostbusters. Of <laughs> and we did Back to the Future. I, I made a little wagon. I turned his little wagon into a-, a-, a time machine, and I got him a little white wig and, a you know, a, um, a Doc Brown suit and put him in it, and I- it was the best. Like, people were just, like, they were so amazed by this little costume. So maybe one day, if he's into it, we could go and do, like, a father-son thing and go to a Comic-Con. It would be fun. Yep. So what's, what's, it like, what's next on the list for you? I know you've got something on tomorrow, but as far as like the Walt the Walt Disney uh, cosplay goes, do you have any more plans to do any more with that? Because it would be such a shame if you didn't pursue it further.
2: Uh, the thing with Walt Disney, uh, we had thought we were crossing the line because I had gotten blowback from people who had dressed as characters in the park and were asked to change. Now, with Walt Disney, he is not a character in the park. I'm basically a guy in a suit with a mustache. And I don't know if you saw the Good Morning America video. Uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. At the end of that video, that gave us, if when the logo popped up, Disney, after that interview, we were like, I guess they're on board with it. Our biggest fear when we go is that lines of people are starting to line up, and that's going to be a problem. So what we try to do is we do a thing where we just kind of run and done it. We move along and people will try and, you know, if you want to take a picture, let's go over here. Let's not, we try not to uh, attract a lot of attention. Yeah. They know I'm there. Uh, when I'm in the park, apparently all the cast members say Walt is in the park. It's become a thing apparently. <laughs> and uh, every time we've gone, it gets a little more hectic. So we're very careful about keeping Walt at Disney-related events. Uh We're not going to roll out Walt again until April 16th, which is the next Dapper Day, Spring Dapper Day. And then two weeks later, we're going to take him to Disney World because we've had uh, a lot of response from the Dapper Day people there that want to see Walt at Disney World. Uh, yeah. I've gotten Messages from uh, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo. Oh, please bring Walt here. I'm like, uh, please pay for it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will they sponsor Walt Disney and coming?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, you do yeah. such a wonderful job in representing him. You know, it's so respectful, respectful, and I can tell you just love this particular. Um, character that you've created and that you embody when you're when you're dressed as him so I think you know that shows in the park why why it's so beloved and why it's getting such a positive response because you just represent him so well
2: thank you thank you very much
1: um, so with that I am a huge Disneyland fan myself um recently I lived I lived near there and we would go all the time what is your favorite thing about Disneyland is it possibly the food or the rides or just the the ambiance. What do you love most?
2: I have to say ambiance is the top of the list. Yeah. Could, you could, I could spend the whole day there and not ride one ride and just walk yeah. and sit and enjoy Definitely. the atmosphere. Uh, there is a magic to it. And if bringing Walt to that magic adds to that, I only hope that, you know, it makes people feel even, it's hard to put into words, but if you see uh, Walt there, there is a true magic because they're using the magic that they walked in with to see Walt as, you know, as me, as Walt. And it's just, like I said, ambiance is the whole thing.
1: Yeah, I would love to see you and Mickey Mouse in front of that statue, the one in front of the castle, the bronze statue. Of Walt. Yes.
0: Yes, I would, would love be to so see you wonderful. there
1: with him. And I know you have to kind of limit when you can go because of the crowds, but, you know, yes. Dapper Days, maybe Halloween, maybe some other special appearance, but that would be just the coolest coolest image of, you know, Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney right there. Yeah,
2: We're working on it. We've taken a few uh, pictures by that statue. Probably the best we can do is get like a giant stuffed Mickey Mouse and do the same thing. Hold his hands and <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're we're working on it. So. Yeah. But, but the other the other shot we're actually trying to get is uh, Walt Disney in the fire truck, Mickey Mouse standing behind it. It was yes. a very uh, yeah, it's a very iconic image, and that was the last picture of Walt in the park before he died.
0: Oh, never knew
2: that. We're trying to get that shot. We got halfway. We we got a picture of me sitting in the fire truck, but we were we were unable to get it. And the cast members tried very hard to get him. But we're going to keep trying.
0: Yeah, that's all you can do. Keep trying, and it'll happen mm-hmm. in the end. So next time you go, can you video this? Is it? Can you get document it in some way so that people like ourselves that can't be there can at least watch it afterwards?
2: Uh, we do have a videographer and. In fact almost all the videos you have seen she has shot probably 95% of everything you see ah, okay. shoots and it adds music everything uh, we have a number of videos on my Instagram uh, yeah, uh, that she has shot that you might want to watch she's done an amazing job we wouldn't be where we are right now without her
0: okay so what is your Instagram handle in case people want to follow you there
2: it's, a, it's Bill Burns Cosplay it's one word but there's a Z in the middle. I don't know if that makes sense. Take the yeah. S out and put the Z in there.
0: Excellent. It's okay. Well, right I'll make there. sure to put it in the in the bio for the episode so people can find it yeah. that way.
1: So Bill Burns cosplay, but instead of COS, it's C O Z.
2: Uh, no, it's the B. Where the Burns part is, that's where the Z is. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, Burns with a Z. Okay, I get ya. yeah. Yeah. Hey. Fantastic. Okay, but we're going to let you go now. But seriously, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. It has been the icing on the cake for this whole video experience of watching it and then getting to talk to you. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much, and we wish you all the success with the cosplaying in the future.
2: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Thank you, and I'll, I'll make Why sure I send week? you the link to the episode once it's up. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Take care. You too. Good night. Bye. How nice that,
1: was was so cool. that
0: was so cool. Bill is awesome, guys. Seriously, go yeah. and follow him. Watch his videos. I didn't want to talk about it before he came on because I wanted him to explain it. But the video, it, it sounds like such a simple thing, and it is. But like he said himself, the world needs that now. Like just these little, you know, these little niceties and just, yeah, just, we can just get a bit away from all the bad things that are going on in the world. And just yeah, it was so so true and l- lovely.
1: Yeah, it was so touching. It looks like you know Mickey Mouse was looking up at his father, you know, and it, it <laughs> just it takes you yeah. the special moment, the special little moment that happened in a in a very magical place, and it's something like you know that, like you said, the world just needs these happy, innocent, special moments as often as we can get them, and this was you know a beautiful example of that.
0: It was, yeah. So definitely check out the video. It's uh, If you if you go to YouTube and type in Bill Burns and then just type in Walt Disney, it's going to come up and yeah. you'll find it, you can watch it. And as he said himself, follow on Instagram because he puts stuff on his own Instagram page. And yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It's just nice. And, you know, the whole cosplaying thing is Like like I say, I've always had an interest in it. I've never done it before. I'm not saying I ever would. I'd like to. Maybe one day I will, even if I just go to see it. But he, he does it so well, and yeah, it, it's just fantastic.
1: Yeah, he gets into character, like he was saying, he studies it. He studied Walt Disney, his mannerisms and how he held himself and um, yeah. really, really did a wonderful and respectful job of, of honoring such a, a great figure.
0: Yeah. He and did. It
1: seems like he does this for all of the, the characters that he creates.
0: Yes. and probably got one, I would say I want to put him in the top five best moustaches he's got yeah, one yeah I would best have loved to see that
1: big handlebar moustache even just
0: the way it was then though like it's it's it's, yeah. it's like thick and like uh, like yeah. I wish I could grow a moustache like that mine does not grow like that at all mine barely grows it like, anyway Tom but his is incredible
1: mustache, you know you is, yeah
0: it's Tom Selleck Bert <laughs> Reynolds Tom Selleck
1: yeah yeah <laughs> beautiful thick moustache
0: yeah Exactly. Okay. Well, we're all going to wrap this episode up. It's been so nice to get back to it and what, what a nice way to come back to it as well. to have Bill on, it's great. Yeah. Um, so just want to let everyone know that you can find links to everything that we do on linktree.com forward slash majors mess hall. And that is going to link you to the Spotify, the iTunes, the YouTube. If you want to buy a t-shirt, we've got a merch page that's all set up on teespring.com that if you go to, to this one link, You'll you'll be able to get to that, and then our Patreon page is on there as well. If you want to become a patron of ours and donate what you can, um, there's a few perks I've been working on. Uh, one of them, most notably, is the uh, the video episodes that we do. So we record all our episodes mainly for the audio because that's what people listen. That's how people actually hear it is via the audio. But we record the video as well, and I've decided to make the video exclusive to the patrons. So if you want to watch the video, you know if we have a celeb guest on you can you'll be able to watch the celeb guest on the video by you know subscribing to our patreon patreon page so that's one of the perks i've been working on there's also stickers and things i've got like um i've got a million major mess stickers so if you become one of our patrons i'll send you as many stickers as you want uh but yeah we are working on a few other little perks but that's one is the videos so we can do that and then uh, rate and review is something I very rarely ask for, but it's extremely important for a podcast to get ratings and reviews. So I know that on Spotify, you can rate us out of zero to, or one to five stars. So if you can go on there and just give us five stars, that'll be great. You don't even have to write anything. You just literally go to our page on Spotify and just hit the five star button, which you'll see. And then if you want to give us a, an actual review on iTunes, that'll be wonderful as well. Some people have given us some amazing reviews on there um, all, over the years. It's been really nice, and you can read those. Are there. Uh, but, yeah, if you can go on and give us a review. But give us a five-star review. Don't mess about and give us, like, a two-star. If you're going to do that, don't do it. Uh, only <laughs> so just, 5 stars. Just a five-star review, that would be great. So, yeah, do that for us. And then um I'll go one extra and be cheeky and say, um if you want and you don't mind, you can play our episodes on a loop on spotify <laughs> of a nighttime when you go to sleep turn your volume down but leave all on loop and that means it's going to go through as i listen <laughs> some people do that you know with their music they actually like they'll put it on a loop of a nighttime so every time it plays yeah. it's it, it's a play of the track how cheeky is that yeah and what's the point like it's i mean i was only joking you know don't do well, that if you
1: have like a song that makes you fall asleep maybe you have that on a loop
0: yeah, maybe, but people are doing it to literally get the hits so that, like, the track becomes, you know, wow, it's had all these hits and really it hasn't. Someone's just had it on a loop for two years. People every are so night for two years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, we're, we're going to go now. This has been episode 181. I've been Gavin. This has been Sammy. And we will be back again in a couple of weeks. Kelly may be with us. She may not be. She's had a very hectic life as well recently, so we shall see. Scott Powers is always waiting in the wings, so he might come on. And uh, we've got to bring Mikey back on as well. You've never met Mikey, have you?
1: No, I still haven't.
0: This met him. is so bizarre to me. Like he's my musical partner. We're working on new music. And uh, yeah, you you've got like you and me have been friends for almost a year now. I think it was yeah, first, it's March. You came on in March or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So and you haven't met Mike? That's that's yeah, we, we need to do something about that.
1: You said you're working on something right now?
0: Little bits like he'll send me a clip of music and, and I'll go, Oh, it's fantastic. And then that's, we don't do anything with it. And then yes. I'll send him like a vocal and he'll say, that's great. And then nothing's done with it. So we, at some point it's gonna, I'll send him something and, and he'll go, wow. And then he'll work on it and it'll be great yeah. and vice versa. So it's just a case of, we have to be on the same page. So, but we are working on little things. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So thanks for joining me, Sammy. It's been great. And it's been lovely to catch up. And let's not leave it as long next time. Let's what? Let's not leave it as long in between episodes next time.
1: Well, I mean, we had planned a break,
0: remember? (laughs) (laughs) We had. And I did say we'll come back in February, to be fair. so
1: Yes. Now, here we are.
0: Here we are. So this is it now. We've started. We've got to finish.
1: Yeah. We'll see it through.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Sammy. And thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. We'll bye bye. We'll you soon. Bye.